0: Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name is David Austin.
1: I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. Hey, grab a cup of something delicious and come pull up a chair. We've always got room at our table just for you. We're going to have a discussion about a lot of different things, but you know we're going to make it make sense.
0: That's the important part of this program, Londa. We demystify the headlines here.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes we talk
0: about business because we're both business people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we talk about uh, politics well, because it's never fun know. to watch.
1: It's really a grab bag.
0: It really is a grab bag. That's right. You know, for a year and a half, almost two years, this program focused primarily on business and sales techniques. Mm-hmm. That's a limiting conversation. Okay. So what this program is today is a more expanded conversation that is... Uh, I would say more outreaching than the program used to be
1: we 're busting the walls down well,
0: that 's right, kicking down the walls and Kick with out. that and with that said it 's <laughs> time to take a look at the headlines more than a ten year old serial killing case on Long Island. He's one step closer to conclusion. 59-year-old Rex Hewerman has pleaded not guilty to three first-degree and three second-degree murder charges stemming from women's bodies discovered on Gilgo Beach as far back as 2010. Hewerman, an architect and father of two, is being held without bond. He's expected to appear in court again next month. Scorching summer weather continues to grip much of the country. Triple-digit temperatures dominate the headlines with cooling stations popping up around the nation. In California, three large forest fires continue to burn. The so-called Rabbit Fire has already decimated more than 7,600 acres and is less than 10% contained. Flooding continues as rain is still in the forecast in the Northeast. An Alabama woman who went missing Thursday after telling a 911 dispatcher she saw a toddler alone on the side of the highway has been found alive. Few details have been released on exactly where Carlithia Carly Russell was after calling in the incident. When police arrived on the scene Thursday night, no toddler was there, but Carly's phone and vehicle were left behind. The incident prompted a wide missing person search all across the Gulf South and a $25,000 reward was offered for her safe return. Family reported she returned home at about 1045 Saturday night. Lastly, a tsunami alert was posted for coastal Alaska over the weekend after an earthquake measured 7.2 on the Richter scale. Officials say the warning was lifted quickly but caused tense moments when a small tsunami was observed at Sand Point and King Cove, Alaska. The earthquake centered about 55 miles off the coast of Alaska. That's what's happening. <laughs>
1: that's a lot that's a lot um i uh the carly carly uh
0: carly ray jepsen yeah yeah friday yeah. friday friday no, no no
1: no no no. the story that you just told
0: yeah the, the, the uh no gr- that's just right the, the girl who turned missing yeah. in alabama yeah her name's carly russell
1: okay that was all over TikTok yesterday and the day before, right. or whatever day it was. the The day I Friday, guess,
0: Saturday, Sunday. Y- yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: And so I'm all discombobulated on my days, so bear with me. Um, that's
0: because we're traveling. Yeah, that's why your your days aren't right.
1: So anywho, it was all over the place, and I thought, oh, this is what I thought. Whoever took her better bring her back right now because TikTok will find her. Right. TikTok finds everybody. Right. I mean, the craziest things happen. And and you know, she just walked in the door at her parents' house. That sounds a little suspicious, doesn't it?
0: That yeah. Somebody,
1: somebody who this is my take on it, and I don't know anything. But she was abducted on the side of the road. The toddler was used as bait right? And she was abducted, probably to be trafficked or something. And, you know, the uh, the media went wild, social media went wild, but especially TikTok. And the people were like, hey, you know what? You just go ahead and go now. It's like uh, my mom used to tell me if somebody ever, this was not nice, but if somebody ever kidnapped you, you talk so damn much, they'd bring you back. You know? <laughs> So it's kind of like that. They just said, you know what? Just go ahead and get out here and go back home. Well, I mean, that's my thought.
0: We presume she was abducted.
1: Yes. We we don't know. I know. I'm saying that's my thought. That's my perspective on the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Whenever
0: anybody disappears, right? We presume abduction. But when they show up and the family just calls in and says, hey, 911, she's home.
1: Well, she went to a hospital. They they took her to the hospital. I I saw I checked my TikTok news this morning. They
0: took her to the hospital after she came home at ten forty five Saturday yeah. night. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. she
1: was checked into a hospital. I think I saw, um, uh, somebody sharing a report about that. Yeah, about how she was checked into. Um, I forget which hospital it was, but it, they it, they even named the hospital and everything. So, um. Yeah, taken to UAB Hospital.
0: Okay, University of Alabama, Birmingham.
1: There you go. Oh, you're so smart with the letter translation. (laughs) (laughs) So impressive. (laughs) Um, But it does make me think of trafficking, and it makes me think of a crazy story that um, we heard recently of a a group of young... I don't want to go into a bunch of details about it, but a group of young women who were um, at a bachelorette party. Right. And some crazy circumstances happen, and they found themselves in this basement room in an alley thinking they were going to a speakeasy. Oh, hey, this guy in the bar was like, oh, hey, I run this really cool speakeasy. And all of a sudden they're like, in this basement alley, dark room, right. with three couches, a bar, and three big men, like pop out of with, nowhere, with Russian accents. I mean, what the hell? Anyway, so their their the- you know thought was we almost got trafficked. That's right. what they said. Right. But whatever the case, it was definitely <laughs> a scary scenario. And these are people we know, any, but any you're
0: somewhere with people you don't know, something could jump off,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely something was shady there. But it makes me think of this new movie that has released Sound of Freedom, uh-huh. which is about child sex trafficking. Okay. And it has, has done surprisingly well at the box office, um, but it's not getting a lot of media coverage, say in comparison to Indiana Jones.
0: Well, it's because it's a Christian-themed movie. Any of those movies are not major... Uh uh, you know, they, they, they're released. It just like The Temptation of the Christ. Huge movie, mm-hmm. huge release. Critics didn't love it, and the reason they didn't love it was because of its religious overtones. I think that's what's happening here with this oh, film.
1: I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but um I I do know that it's it's been surprisingly popular and yeah. well received, and um, you know, some News sources online, not mainstream media, but online, some news sources online are saying, well, you guys, this is child sex trafficking, especially in connection with Hollywood sure. needs to be discussed. And why do you think Mark Wahlberg is such an advocate against this and and moved out of Hollywood to get away from all the yuck and and now is, you know, helping to fund projects like this. Why sure. do you think Ashton Kucher, same thing, got away from the rep made made a lot of money, made a ton of money, made great investments into great companies, and now is primarily focused on his company that fights child sex traffic. And and uh, all of these, um, you know, this this kind of movement. I think, I think Hollywood can no longer ignore this problem, uh, as it were. The trafficking, tra- yeah, 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 trafficking, and their connection to trafficking. I mean, you think of. Um, Harvey Epstein. Weinstein? Yeah, 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 all the, those Harvey guys. Harvey
0: that was the movie executive. Yes. And Jeffrey Ep- Ep- Epstein. Was not a movie executive, no, but, but, but he was involved with a lot of famous Hollywood Yeah, very people. closely
1: tied to yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. of all these things and it's like you it's no longer a conspiracy theory, right? You start seeing where it's like, "Oh, there now there's too much evidence." It's it, there's too much compelling evidence in front of My face to think Mm -hmm. that it's, oh, well, that's not real, right? Uh, I would blow it off maybe uh, in the past and go, oh, well, that's not real.
0: So I don't know that the movie industry is linked to child trafficking, really. I don't know that that's true. Um, What I do know is that Jeffrey Epstein was, Mm -hmm. and he had ties to the movie industry, and he had many, many, many more ties to retail and to the stock market, right? Right. He's the guy that made sure uh, all of the businesses that had to do with uh, that that guy who uh, created... I don't even remember the brands he created, but he had like Eddie Bauer. He had all kinds of different things. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was his number two and gave him all his financial advice. So oh. I, I would say Epstein way more associated with mm. power and money than the movie industry.
1: And I would say listen to recent interviews of Mark Wahlberg.
0: Well, absolutely. And Mark Wahlberg, super Catholic. You see what I mean? mean, And there's nothing wrong with that. What what I'm saying is Mark Wahlberg has a message that he wants to promote because he's pissed off about what's happening in the world and he's trying to save the world. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you have the resources to be able to do that, it makes a ton of sense. Right. I don't know that we should vilify the movie industry because of it, though.
1: I'm not vilifying anyone. I'm saying there it is.
0: I got you. There it
1: is. You can't ignore it. Trafficking is happening.
0: Trafficking is happening.
1: And We've it, seen it seems to, it seems to be a, a lot of trafficking um, for a long time connected to the movie industry. That's all I'm saying, or to, you know, the Hollywood industry. That's all I'm saying. Nobody's, nobody's, uh, we don't need to be scared about somebody shutting us down because we're talking about it.
0: I'm not scared at all. I don't, I don't see evidence that the movie industry has anything to do with trafficking. What I see evidence of well, is yourself. people with money do crazy things because they have more money than they know what to do with. And a person who I know personally who was charged in one of those cases actually said to me once, you know, when you make a certain amount of money, you believe that the standard rules don't apply. And I think that's the problem. Well, sure. If you have resources that can get you out of almost any trouble, the rules don't apply. Right. And that's the problem. That's where the problem happens. How do you fix that? Right. The
1: theories about it, though, go way back, right? Well, yeah. About the connection to Hollywood and all that. Sure. And and Wayfair selling furniture that's got kids in it. Okay.
0: It, it, it to me, people who are involved in this need to be prosecuted. I don't think we can blanket any industry. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'm saying it's a whole lot of uh, coming to the forefront of the news right now, mm-hmm. and it's a conversation that we, uh, as humans, should be having and figuring out what what we can do about it, how Mm -hmm. we can be involved, Mm -hmm. and how we can have conversations with the people in our lives so that something terrible doesn't happen to them. You know?
0: Absolutely. So
1: having those open conversations about, um, you know, ways that people are trafficked and things, you know, that if you're, for the love, if you're in a bar and some, and you're a, a, you know, the, relating this back to this recent story that sure. was told to us. Yeah. Um if you're a 20 something year old female in a bar and some guy says to you, "Hey, I've got a speakeasy right down the street. You and your friends should come to." And you start walking down an alleyway, right. you maybe should just turn around and leave. <laughs>
0: What's what's the saying? Never go to a second location with a hippie. Never follow a hippie to a second location. Well, it's not
1: even a hippie. <laughs> that, to yeah, be, yeah, to be I, clear, never go to a second location, period. Right. That actually is really, really good advice. Yeah. So, you know, things like that. Things like not leaving your drink. Right. Things like, I mean, there's all kinds of... Um, There's all kinds of products available now to keep your drink at a bar or a party safe, Mm -hmm. um, including color-changing things that will tell you if your drink has been tampered with. There are covers that you can put on it. There's, you know, you just never, ever... You can't be too careful, I think. Right. Um, And, you know, some people might say I'm overreacting or over concerned, but um you know, I, I I've been in some pretty scary situations and this recent story um that that we heard about this Bachelorette party made me start thinking about it again. And then of course with this movie release and mm-hmm. all of the the online news about it and more really got me thinking about the whole conversation. And I guess at the end of the day, the most important part of that is to have open, honest conversations with the people that you love. Sure. About, you know, what to do and what not to do. And I mean, it just seems like a very, I guess every generation says this, right? It's a very different world than what we grew up in. Well, and I- that is true. But it seems like, the high tech world of trafficking seems just that high tech and scary and i mean you 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 know when you read books about it or you listen you hear interviews of people who've been trafficked and mm-hmm. escaped mm-hmm. it's terrifying at how quickly it happens and how innocently it it happened really it it seemed so innocent in the beginning and then all of a sudden it went from I, this is fine. To I'm in danger, and there's nothing I can do about it now. Right. You know. Yeah.
0: It's definitely scary. Um, I don't know that trafficking is new. You know, the movie, the movie Taken came out oh, twenty years ago. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's new, but the technology and the systems used for it seem to be more refined. Yeah, it's gotten more complicated. It's they've the criminals have gotten smarter. That kind of idea, right? Um, and so, I don't. I don't know. It's just it's it's uh it's kind of you know I think about when I was a kid and we used to go um, out to the view. And if you grew up where I grew up, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We used to go out to the view and we would, you know, have these crazy parties, mm-hmm. get blackout drunk, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody thought a thing of it. And if you passed out in the middle of the orchard, somebody threw you in a car and took you home. Right. And took care of you. Sure. And I I mean, I'm sure. And I don't mean to sound so old. Right by saying it was safer then. I don't think it was safer then. I just think that technology and 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 um, the the world and the way that the world operates just seems like you're maybe a little more susceptible to it today. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't speak intelligently well, about that at all. You
1: don't think about it because you're not a woman, well, either. And so this gets into some of the and and we're being we're being uh, very traditional and we're speaking sure, about roles right, right now yes. listen we're allies but right now just talking about the difference between being a, a male presenting person and a female presenting person in this world you have to think about things differently
0: well yeah and you know growing up the, the reason I can wrap my head around the whole trafficking thing is I grew up in the 70s and 80s and People were getting kidnapped then. There was a rash of young boys being kidnapped all through the 70s. You know, Adam, mm-hmm. uh, it yeah. was a movie that scared every single parent in America right. through the 70s. And that was John Walsh's son. Adam right. was kidnapped in the 70s. And, you know, so I grew up with that. Right. That wasn't called trafficking by everybody. was would be now. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe the terminology is a little different maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But whatever the case, I, I, I don't know if uh, there's a rash of it or if we're talking about it more. Probably I don't know. Probably both. Yeah.
1: I don't know. But but the um, the woman from Alabama, right? 25-year-old from Alabama – who disappeared? Right. Yeah. She saw a toddler on the side of the road, unattended. Stopped. Mm-hmm. Called nine one one. Called a family member. Then disappeared
0: and went away while talking to the family member. The phone went dead, and the phone was left behind.
1: Right. And so, the,
0: what happened? The
1: the when the police arrived, no toddler, no Carly. Right. Um. So that's kind of the story, and then she showed up the next night or two nights later, ten forty-five Saturday parent, night yeah. at her parents' house. And so I'm sure there's a, a lot more will unfold, right? In, you know, over, you know, the coming days. But, um, but we had a discussion about it at the time, and I said, uh, and and that, it it's terrifying that as a woman, I have to think. If I see a kid on the side of the road unattended, I have to stop and think: Do I risk my life for that, or do I not?
0: Right. Do I call nine one one while driving by? Right. Or do At I, I even stop? Mile
1: eleven. I saw a three year old. You know.
0: Yeah it's it's crazy that it, that is a scary scenario. Well,
1: it's things like okay that you probably never think of. You every time I get in the car, as soon as I'm in the car, I lock the door. All right. I've done that forever because it's a safety issue. You probably don't even think about it. I
0: don't. And when I put my car in gear, it automatically locks all the doors. So I don't even think about it at all.
1: Yeah. But, you but know, even before you had a car that did that, you probably never even thought about that. But I think about it because I have to. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I,
0: it, it is different. I can tell you it's different. I've never had a personal safety Issue mm-hmm. because nothing bad has ever happened to me.
1: What's it like to be God's uh, well, favorite? <laughs>
0: you, you know what I mean, though? It, it, it's interesting. Over the years, I've covered stories that are mm-hmm. horrifying and horrible people right. waiting in cars. Parking garages freaked me out because there were people waiting in cars and parking garages in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have never had anything bad really happen to me. So I, and if I did, I don't remember it. Right,
1: yeah, the greatest piece of advice I could give to anybody it, to to share with the people that you love is if you think it feels off, it's off
0: that's exactly right. We have those feelings on purpose. That if you is,
1: think something's wrong, it's wrong.
0: yep. don't wait around to find out if it's wrong. Trust your gut and get out of there. right
1: right, yeah something I feel like maybe something's not right. Don't blow that off. listen to it. Just get out. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. It, I mean, it,
0: it reminds me of movies about hauntings. If you hear, get out, yeah, get out, goodbye.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's
0: no, there's no talking about it. <laughs> What do you mean there's a doll that you think in the night wakes up and comes over to your pet? We're leaving now.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye. Don't get the doll. Speaking of movies... Tell me about, since we we started talking about the Sound of Freedom, but tell me about some movies that you've seen recently. I will say you made me go see the new Indiana Jones movie.
0: I didn't make you go see it, okay, but we did well, go see it with my brother and his wife, and it was spectacular.
1: And I hated it.
0: I don't know why you hated it.
1: I really, really hated it. And, you know, I know a lot of people loved it. I really did not enjoy it at all.
0: Well, so it was relatively implausible, right? Okay, the the right. dial of destiny. Uh, Aren't it, they all? Uh, yeah, they are. Okay, they are. okay. But for me, let me tell you why I enjoyed it so <laughs> all much. All
1: right, tell us why you loved it.
0: For me. But don't I,
1: give anything away. No, no, no. Okay.
0: I was 11-year-old David Austin. Hanging out with my brother, who at the time was 12 or 13 Mm -hmm. in the summer, and saw the first Indiana Jones movie. You know what I mean? So So it's very
1: nostalgic Going to this
0: movie with my brother. I've seen every single Indiana Jones movie with my brother Nathan. Every single one. So getting to do that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So the experience for me was awesome.
1: I gotcha. The
0: story was pretty okay. Pretty okay. They brought back some old characters. They did all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I liked about the movie, though, was uh, at the beginning, Indiana Jones was a sad, lonely, uh, seemingly abandoned, grumpy old man. Mm -hmm. And that was appropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the character did some pretty crazy stuff over the years. Right. I you can only imagine he'd be upset and alone. Sure. As he was. Mm-hmm. But the movie was his redemption. So okay. I really enjoyed it. You
1: loved it. I did. I loved okay. it.
0: I loved it. The new Mission Impossible movie opened to lower box office results than expected. It's right. the most expensive Mission Impossible <laughs> movie by about $100 million. And
1: you already know how I generally feel about Tom Cruise. And so you didn't even ask me to go with you. That's correct. It was, that was a smart move on your part. Because unless it's Top Gun... I'm I'm not a fan.
0: Yeah, uh, that movie I would say is going to be one of the big movies of the summer. What Here's you think? oh, Even I do. Even though it
1: didn't come out the gate super strong. Well,
0: there's something weird happening at the movies right now. The the movie theaters are empty. It's it's hmm. interesting. Top Gun Maverick reignited the box office, and there was a lot of excitement about that movie. And that hmm. movie set records right this movie is not that movie
1: i got you and it's not
0: because it's not exactly what that series need
1: is the indiana jones mission impossible those are they kind of priming the pump for the comeback and somebody had to do it the comeback to the theater i think barbie The Barbie movie is going to explode. And I think it because their marketing people are. Geniuses.
0: I think the Barbie movie is going to do very, very well. I also think the Mission Impossible movie will do very, very well. Not as well as they'd hoped. The movies aren't what they were what's, 20 years ago. And that's getting Bob Iger of Disney in trouble right now. Have you heard about this? He went on about the uh, actor strike that's going on and oh, said, yeah. and now he's being vilified because he said what, that what they want is unreasonable and outlandish because movies aren't as profitable as they used to be. So the things they want aren't possible Hmm. that that's, what's going on with, with him and they've delayed their haunted mansion release. That's, this coming weekend Mm -hmm. because of the strike. And I don't understand that. I think it's because Bob Iger got in trouble. And
1: there's all kinds of celebrities
0: are very upset with him.
1: The writer's strike has been going on Mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. Give me my SNL, you guys. Come on. Um, And now we've got the actor's strike as well. Um, But luckily we have Barbie coming out. And isn't there another one? Oppenheimer? Is that the Oppenheimer
0: and Barbie come out this weekend as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And who's in Oppenheimer?
0: The guy from Peaky Blinders. What's yeah. his name? The Pinky Blinders know. guy.
1: I don't care what his name is. <laughs> and
0: I gotta tell you,
1: uh,
0: spending the <laughs> I last call him
1: whatever I want. <laughs> spending the last
0: twenty years in the Pacific Northwest,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, it really is cool to see the Los Alamos project because mm-hmm. it, it it runs in tandem with the Hanford project that was out there. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is out there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat. I think everybody in. Tri-Cities Washington is going to for sure go see Oppenheimer. I
1: don't even know what it's about.
0: It's about the nuclear bomb. And it's about how they built the Los Alamos uh, base, you know, just like they built Hanford practically Mm -hmm. overnight, you know, Mm -hmm. and how they went from nothing to a fully activated nuclear bomb in 13 months or something like that
1: yeah something and they crazy. built these
0: plants oh that's
1: right we saw a preview yeah. and i said i turned to my sister-in-law and said oh my god this is the story of my town right yep that's right i remember now
0: very similar
1: i tuned out so much of that movie that i forgot that
0: Previews. Yeah. I, you know, I, because I okay. like to go to the movies once a week, I see all the previews over and over and over right. and over again. And my so. habit
1: is going to the movie with you and halfway through falling asleep on your shoulder. That's exactly that's right. And that's typically. fine
0: with me. <laughs> Perfectly fine with me.
1: We've done that now for four years. Yeah. I do do think we started going to the movies together about four years ago. Really? Yes.
0: Do you remember what the first movie we saw together was? Because I do not.
1: No, it was, I I don't remember. But it's, you know, it's mid to little past mid-July now. And I think that was about the time that... We went and saw a movie together with the kids. I think you're, you're Ben and Caitlin went.
0: Oh, it was that shark movie, and, the underwater shark thing.
1: Yeah, and was, I must have. Was we, that
0: the first movie we saw together, that awful? Uh, it
1: might have been.
0: And you felt trapped. I didn't know you had that.
1: We were just friends <laughs> at that time. We were still just friends. And while we were married two months later, we were just still friends at that time, our story is crazy, but, um, the, and, and I went to that movie and I must have already been falling in love with you because why else would I go sit through a movie that's underwater, which trapped, is trapped <laughs> underwater being chased by sharks. What
0: the heck was that movie called? Was it the deep two? Uh, ruins or something Und- like that the
1: uncharted 300 feet under I d- yeah i, d- I, d- I don't know. know what it was called it I- wasn't
0: fire down below
1: no no <laughs> but those those are you know and that touches on so many of my deepest darkest fears sure. right being trapped yeah. being trapped underwater even worse and then sharks and then i mean the sharks were like who cares by that point like i would i would already be dead that's it if 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 to save my life, I had to hold my breath and swim a a distance, right? Underwater. Underwater to get to the place where my life would be saved, right? And if I stay here, I'm going to die. But if I go under the water and go to this other location, I will live. It's a toss-up as to whether I would stay right there and die or be able to do the thing. I mean, I have so much panic just sure. thinking about that. I don't know if I could do it. So I hate those kind of movies. Well,
0: you don't like to be in enclosed spaces. That's a thing. That's God, a real no. thing. I can't believe you sat through that movie. Now that I know you like I know you, I cannot believe you sat through that movie.
1: Yeah, well, I you were cute. <laughs> and i was um i guess even then trying to impress you without even realizing it
0: and i didn't know what that movie was about and now i would not recommend you see a movie like that <laughs> Because I know you now.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, we didn't mean to do the movie edition, but we kind of have done it, haven't we?
0: I think we have. You know, here's one thing that I noticed this morning when I was going through my uh, news prep for the big program. Uh, Soap operas are still going on, even though there's a Screen Actors Guild and a Writer's Strike. And it's because they have a different union.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Ah. I
0: thought, why on earth... Am I reading an article about a soap opera? Oh, they're not part of that same union. Right. So they're still going on. I had no idea. I learned that this morning. I was today years old when I found that out.
1: (laughs) Well, this is what I can tell you. Uh, The movies are crazy expensive. Yeah. Worse than that are the snacks at the movies. It's going to cost you a pretty penny And it's still worth it.
0: My favorite thing about... It's so much fun. Yeah. My favorite thing about going to the movies is when I buy a ticket online and they charge me a $3.50 convenience fee. It's convenient for them. It's not convenient for me. For whom is me purchasing my ticket from a robot convenient? It's not for me.
1: Well, then why do you do it?
0: Well, because I want to make sure I have a seat when I get there. So
1: that's convenient. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is it? It is. Or you could go an hour early... And, and, you,
0: and you don't need to now. I don't theater. care what movie you're going to see. If you get there an hour early and it's sold out, there's some kind of miracle happening at the movie theater because movies are not sold out. We went to Indiana Jones and it was not sold out. Right. In fact, there were not many people in the theater.
1: Right. So, you know? So while we're facing this extreme heat across the nation, maybe pile in the car and go see a movie.
0: Well, talk about a cooling station being set up in your town. Movie theaters are cool.
1: Yeah. Enjoy well, the movies. Yeah.
0: Don't don't stay outside in 102 degree weather. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: And as a reminder, we've got that uh, Las Vegas getaway giveaway on our Facebook page. Go to Austin's on the air on Facebook. And uh, in three easy steps, you can enter to win.
0: There you go. So the movie edition of the session (laughs) with Londa and David has now ended.
1: Yeah, Sex sex trafficking and movie. Yeah. Movies. That's And,
0: and, (laughs) and apparently there's a link. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I I can't speak intelligently about that. What I can say is uh, it's a real problem, and if you know someone who may be involved in that, call 911. Don't look for a different number. Call 911. It's the easiest number to remember. Okay. Any any parting words, Londa?
1: I already gave my parting words. Just pile in the car and go see a movie.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that. We'll be back here again next week. We are on the road. So if you see us, we'll be thrilled to say hello. Come on up and say hi.